0: good evening and welcome back to the pirates fan forum here on dk pittsburgh sports podcast network i'm your host gary morgan with me as always is my good friend jim stam how you doing brother
1: I'm doing good. I, I, uh, I'm looking forward to having an old friend on the show today, Gary.
0: Yeah, man, it's been too long because we haven't seen James in a minute. So James Littleton jumps on with us today. How you doing, brother?
2: Doing, doing great. Glad to be back one again.
0: He's got a nice new headset. He's all ready to rock and roll today. Hat on backwards. Ready to root on these buckos as they start changing up this roster. And, folks, that is what we're going to spend the majority of today talking about. We're finally here. This is the fun part. This roster starts to change. Conversations start to get real fun. Decisions start to get a little more itchy. I like it. I like it. So uh, I'll tell you what, man. We have a perfect call your shot today. And I want to use it right away because I think – I think it's going to boost the conversation right off the bat. So what do you guys
1: say? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I think it's very, very timely. So perfect timing.
0: All right, here we go.
1: Hey, Gary and Jim, this is Kevin coming at you from Lexington, Kentucky. And for this week's Call Your Shot, my question uh, deals with Rodolfo Castro. Uh, why haven't we seen him up with the big league club yet this year. He had a uh, productive time with the club last year, proved himself to be more than competent uh, at the major league level. And uh, certainly I think he could add some things to the development and the rebuild for uh, for the club here in 2022 and potentially beyond. So yeah, where is Rodolfo? Uh, thanks for taking my question, guys. I really love the show and I look forward to hearing your response.
0: All right, so first... Thank you, Kevin. Great question. Um, he's down prophetic. there.
1: He's down there in Lexington, Kentucky. Like <laughs> he should have had a mint julep in his hand, and just—I mean—he missed. Like he's got to work on that part of it. Question's great. Presentation could have been a little bit better.
0: <laughs> mint juleps for sure. You gotta have. But um, no, great question, and honestly, a prophetic question, as it would turn out. Since by by now, you all know that Rodolfo Castro has been called up to the Pittsburgh Pirates, and, um, you know, a couple things that were mentioned in there. Boy, more than proved himself is probably a little bit of a stretch for me. Um, I do think that five home runs and 86 at-bats is not something to be ignored or taken lightly. That is a pretty nice clip. The problem with Rodolfo is he definitely had some defensive bugaboos last year. He needed a little bit of maturing that didn't happen because he didn't play in A at all. And uh, needed to do something besides hit home runs or strike out because while that's pretty much what the game has become, it was a little excessive with him. So, I mean, Jim, what are your thoughts on, on Rodolfo Castro coming up? And we'll obviously get into who's going out along with that later, but let's focus on who's coming in first.
1: Yeah, yeah, um here's the thing, uh, I'm I obviously I'm glad to see it. Um I think they waited till he started really swinging the bat a little bit better and playing a little bit better and um you know, and that might translate to some other guys that we tend to obsess over uh, on social media about but yeah, we're uh, not
0: doing a whole show on cruise again so just I, get hey, out your head
1: hey i didn't even say that name <laughs> gary so i just
0: talking about omar what's the problem
1: here <laughs> okay all right all right just want to make sure um but no you know like he's so he's playing a little bit better you know it's funny he's a really interesting guy when you look at his numbers this year in AAA. he's um it's really weird. He's striking out a lot, but he's walking a lot. Yeah, and like he has like thirty one strikeouts in ninety six at bats, or something like that. And then he's got twenty walks, but he's still got an OPS of just right, right under eight hundred. Now, uh, power hasn't been there yet this year, uh, right. oddly enough. So he's just a real interesting mix. Like the the numbers don't really add up when you look at him um so but he's playing better so now we'll get him up let's see how he does and um hopefully last year was a nice little trial run for him i I think it's really good timing
0: yeah i mean james part of you almost has to be a little bit afraid he's going to come up here and start popping dingers and then just swing for the fences constantly right i mean because that kind of seemed to be his undoing last time
2: yeah yeah i think um i think he knows i'm not going to say the name but he knows who's Coming behind him at some point, and so I've, I'm afraid that he will try to overextend and compensate with the power. And um, hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully he just stays within himself. I mean, he's his his on base percentage is almost 400. Even like Jim said, with with all those strikeouts, just yeah. do that. That's what that's what we need. Get on base, play small ball. Because unless Vogelbach's coming up behind you, then. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, just stay within yourself and. Don't try to be another shortstop that's going to hit with more power. That's
0: that's a good point because, you know, I guess the position is probably one thing. I don't even know that he'll play shortstop all the time. But he he plays second base pretty well, too. He can play the outfield a little bit. So third base, he's actually pretty good at. Um, Jim, does this take a bats away from Chavis?
1: Um, initially, I uh, did it with the first lineup they put out, I think maybe, um, but let's hope not. I mean, with him being able to play, like you mentioned, the positions he can play with Chavis, the positions he can play, I mean, I would hope that they could still figure out a way to get it done. I mean, Sawinski uh, in the, in, in, has really kind of, I don't think he's every day, but he's shown that he needs a, a good longer look out there in right field permanent, you know in a yeah. day-to-day basis so you don't want to take things away from him necessarily either
0: every day has so, levels though he's every day for the pirates right now I'd
1: say. yeah yeah well yeah uh whether by design or by happenstance but uh you know like i certainly hope that they can do it newman coming back in a couple weeks uh which is the last I've heard. I don't know if you guys have heard anything no, else. No, it should be a couple weeks now. Yeah, that will that will muddle things a little bit more. But hey, you never know. I mean, we might be talking injuries. We might who knows. So right. Um, I hope it doesn't though.
0: Right, and James, I know it excites you to find out that Kevin Newman is running the bases.
1: Yes, but, <laughs> yes. But let's <laughs> Thank focus
0: you. on Rodolfo Castro because you know we're gonna have to suffer through watching one of these prospects play while we wait for All Star Kevin Newman to come back. So, I mean. I think Rodolfo, for one thing, when people see him this year, if you haven't really seen him this year, like I don't know if you paid attention to spring or whatever, he's bigger than he was last year. He's actually bigger than he was last year. And uh, he looks like somebody that's going to hit those home runs right now. It's kind of scary. What do you think? What do you expect to see from him? Do you you expect him to bounce around, James, or are you thinking they're going to stick him at short? And just leave him there and let him see what he does.
2: I mean, for a young guy, I would like to see him just let him get play a position. I mean, I know eventually he may be a super utility or whatever, but when you first come up, just let him play a position and just get their their feet on the ground. And, uh, that's that's personally what I would like to see. I know that's not Shelton's way or the Pirates' way. I know they're going right. to move him all around, but I would just like to see him put him at short. Let put Chavis at second and just run with it for a week or two and see what happens. I'll
0: tell you what, guys. Let's take a quick break because this this has a lot of tentacles. Because now we got to get into all the moves around that and the pieces that are gonna see less time now, the pieces that might see more. So um, let's take a quick break. Come back, pick up the conversation where we left off. We're back to the Pirates fan forum here on DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. Um, James and Jim with us today, which doesn't confuse me at all when I'm not too drunk. So <laughs> um, we got to pick up the conversation because obviously there's there's some collateral damage here, right? Yep. You have Cool Tucker <clears throat> finally gets sent down. Um, they decided to send him down. I, I kind of thought they would. Uh, mostly because he has options and it makes sense that they might want to try more. But, man, I just don't know what he would have to show in AAA to work his way back up here. That said, I'd have given up on Alford many times over. So do we really want to dwell on Cole Tucker (laughs) and how bad he is and how much he deserved to get cut? Eh, not so much. That's kind of boring to me. I'd rather focus more on okay, Rodolfo's up here now. Who suffers? What does Castillo lose now? He was playing a lot of shortstop. We already talked a little bit about um, Chavis. Now I'm just wondering that that kind of aspect of things. Josh Van Meter's, you know, just had a good game the other day with the bat. I, I think we've all been ready to get rid of him for quite some time. James, where do the bats go? They got a lot of dogs that they're trying to feed and I don't know that anybody has stepped up and taken it.
2: Yeah, I mean, if if I never see Van Meter on the field again, I'd be fine. Um, I'm not high on him. I don't I, I see it as a waste of a roster spot. Tell us um, how you
1: really feel, James.
2: I mean, you, you know He <laughs> you <know me>. <laughs> does. That's, That's why he's <laughs> <sit> here and, <laughs> and hold back. I mean, I just don't I don't see enough to to me to care. Um, Plus, I mean, he's not a—he's not one of our young guys. I mean, I want to see right. the young guys play. Contractually, though,
0: contractually though, he's no different than Michael Chavis. I agreed. So, well, um, I'm saying if if you want to give Michael Chavis a chance, which we do, James. I yes. Think,
2: one, yeah, I'm fine with that. Why but is
0: Josh Van Meter different? Because he's shown the same kind of power in the minor
2: leagues. Is it because Chavis did it in the majors? Uh, I'm a little fascinated. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I like that he's actually done it on the big stage. And I mean, lots of people have done it in the minors. Yeah. Um, Doing it in baseball is different. And to me, I just see something different in Chavis this season that I do Van Meter. I see more. Um, Yeah, I I can't
0: disagree with you. I'm just trying to make counterpoints because... Honestly, my own dislike of Josh Van Meter being on this team kind of stuns me because I kind of see myself as pretty even keel most of the time, but I never understood the move, and it's irritated me ever since. And I just was sitting here thinking today, how is he any different than Michael Chavis from the left side? You know, it's a guy that can bounce around and play different positions. He's got some pop. You know, hasn't really stuck. What do you think, Jim?
1: Um. Well, well first, let me say this. Um, appreciate Kevin. What, what with the with the call your shot segment, and yeah, and, and those make this show so much better. And it's a way for us to get people on the show, get fans on the show. Hey, it could lead to being on the show as far as if you want to get on and, and be a guest. Ask, ask James. It, 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 it just kind of happens naturally after a while if, uh, if um, things work out. So thank you. Get, let's get more of them, though. I mean, we can, we can do better. And I want more suggestions and more submissions. And I know Gary does, too. Okay, so that's (laughs) I did. I did that part for us. Um, As far as uh, give me the question again, Gary. Well,
0: basically, or the comment. Basically, how is Josh Van Meter any different than Michael James? I think I know. I think we've talked about why we feel that way, but let let's
1: just lay it out. Okay. Well, here's the thing about Van Meter. Um, I think. Coming in, it was uh, a little bit of a crowded situation anyway. Mm -hmm. It seemed uh, almost like an afterthought when it happened. And then he came in, and then he just wasn't hitting anything. He looked awful. So, like, first impressions to a new fan base – you know, I mean, it looked really, really... A new like, fan
0: base that wanted to see Rodolfo Castro yeah. or ono Cruz or Juwan Bay or...
1: And, and, and there's a lot of, you know, we, we've got to remember here in Pittsburgh, we've seen a lot of guys come in as late roster additions or flyers, and they fall flat on their face. I think people just put two and two together there, whether it was fair or not, and that's how they saw Van Meter. So... Uh, right. that's how I see it,
0: but now, you know, he's here, he's doing, he's getting opportunity. At least the team is, has decided he's going to get opportunity one way or another, whether we like it or not. And, uh, I guess that's the best way I can comfort myself is to kind of look at it like Chavis. He's exactly the type of player that a team like this seeks out when they're hoping to find somebody else's prospect. He's what? you know, in all sincerity, as as somebody that likes the person, I hope happens for Cole Tucker. I hope somebody picks him up and tries to figure him out and maybe he catches on and, and does. But I just I think Van Meter is probably gonna end up being cannon fodder this year.
1: I think you touched on it too, which is just just the distinction of is that Chavis has done it. At, at, yeah. at the major league level. He got his first crack at it in Boston and did pretty well. Um, and then for whatever reason, things kind of got sideways on him and uh, he got injured and so on and so forth. Um, and then you look at Chavis, ever since he's been with the Pirates, yeah, it's a small sample size, but even back to last year, this year, he's been productive. He's hitting – He's driving in runs in very limited, not very limited, in in more limited situations than I than I wish he was in. So he's been
0: uh, pretty exciting too, I think. Um, yeah, he's and, got limitations in the field. I don't think that's I don't think and, that's a, a surprise.
1: And he doesn't. He refuses to let anyone walk him. So I, I, I look there. There are there are holes there, but and some people are like, well, maybe you know, if you're playing him too much. Uh, then you might expose him. But but my point with that is is let if that happens, yeah. So be it. That's Isn't that what, what you want to do? That's what we're trying to find out about, guys. Right. So like, right. let him play. If it happens, great. If he turns into a super utility guy, fantastic. I think Michael Chavis. Uh, worst case scenario can be that kind of guy. I really do see him like a Josh Harrison type guy, if nothing else, for a ball club. And those guys can be very, very, very valuable, as we yeah. saw with a Josh Harrison.
0: All right, so we bounced around the diamond, and we talked about Diego Castillo a little bit. He's gotten a lot of opportunity. He's shown a little bit of pop. He looks pretty good in, in big situations. He doesn't look like he shrinks away from it. I'm not saying he comes through every time. I'm not even going to sit here and tell you that I think he's a major league starter moving forward. I don't know yet. But now we got Rodolfo Castro coming up again. I expect him to get a decent amount of at-bats. They're going to come from somewhere. Diego has already kind of been struggling to get at-bats. So, And actually, Jim James, I'll go to you first. It seems like they've already given up on Chavis at second base. They haven't done it in a long time. He's been first base for DH almost every time. So I'm guessing Diego Castillo and Van Meter are gonna split second base. Does that sound right to you?
2: Yeah, I mean cha- I mean Try to word this. I'm I'm a little older, so I'm used to guys playing a position. I mean and I mean I think that when guys that some people just like the steadiness of when I come to work, I know I'm going to be first base or DH, maybe first base, second base, third base. Maybe I mean I'm not saying it's happening to him. Maybe for some people that's too much. Um, I prefer. Gosh, it's a tough question. I just prefer putting him in a position to let him succeed, um, and I think that's first base and DH for him. I um, mean, you can platoon him at first with Yosh and Dan. And then it's tough because
0: him. you got three guys fighting for two spots, really, there.
2: Yeah. I mean, and,
0: and, and two of them deserve it. One of them hasn't shown he deserved it, but they're paying him more. So, yeah. you yeah. know, yeah. Yoshi's going to get those at bats. And that's the shame of it. Like, we're talking about the new additions here, like Rodolfo Castro comes up and how that changes the dynamic of how. Some of the other prospects get treated like Diego Castillo or Michael Chavis or, you know, whoever else they might call up. You start talking about all that stuff, and eventually you have to circle back around to first base, the only place they really spent money like <laughs> in the well, off season was first base. It, How do you it, get all those bats squared away?
1: Th- this is what's interesting about the Yoshi situation is that let's just pretend last year never happened and let's just say that this is the year that they kind of brought him in on this little trial and air and see it happen you know see what happens with them and there wasn't the contract sign and everything it, it, it is the four million dollars and the fact that they're gonna give him the opportunity I mean if this was just starting now, instead of last year he'd already be kind of getting pushed i think out off to the side but we're just not seeing it to the point because of the contractual obligation to him i I do think like in in this next month um if if he if he even remotely duplicates what he just did then uh, you got to start I, having
0: some tough conversations Yeah, right? I
1: think I, But I, I just told someone earlier today I said I know why they're still doing it with Yoshi At it, so. it, it, this date uh, You know, this stage of the season uh, Talk to me in a month And um, I don't think it's going to work But I understand why they're still doing it I get it too The thing with me
0: James, you, you probably have noticed this too I. The thing with Yoshi is I know they're platooning him right now with Chavis But Yoshi, I could argue, is probably better suited for hitting left-handed pitching. He likes to go the other way. That's all he wants to do now. And everybody pitches him away left-handed, and he just pokes it out there. When he has success, most of the time, it's from him poking things away the opposite field. Are they actually maybe hurting him by taking those opportunities away from him? Like I, I guess, in other words, should they just like go back to what they thought they were going to do at the beginning of the season and play him for seven, eight games in a row and like give him a nice block and let's see if he can turn it around, or do you just keep doing this platoon thing?
2: I mean, I I would give him the time, um, and I know that makes decisions difficult for other people's at bats, but I mean, you're paying him four million. I mean. You're not just going yeah. to let us sit on the bench when he's what one twelfth of your payroll. I mean, you've got. I mean, Plus he, what's the he worst could stand- be
0: instant offense too. Yeah. If the, it was the,
2: they're desperate for power. They're desperate for it, so they're what's, trying. What's the worst that happens if he's, if he succeeds? I mean, nothing. I mean, I mean
0: we trade him and then yeah. people complain. We that get we
2: get a we got rid of him like Colin the at the deadline, and I mean, I mean, I kind of root for him to go on a run where he hits. 15 homers between now and the trade deadline or 1520 just so i mean it might cause me to lose my bet with yards. no
0: your your bet's completely safe James. <laughs> yeah i think you're good
2: <laughs> you're I good i keep trying to game to up the amount but he won't take the bait
0: yeah there's uh, there's just no way but um, i
2: mean i root for him to go on that run because i know that if he does we're going to trade him uh he's he's right. he'll go before vogelbach because we got an option on him
0: I don't think Vogelbach's going anywhere. I
2: don't think he's going anywhere. <laughs> except except yeah. to a buffet somewhere. That's the only place he's going.
1: <laughs> and but, I'll be the first to say, I, I, totally, I totally undersold Vogelbach. He, yeah, thank God they went and added him because if they hadn't, and Yoshi's doing what he's doing, I mean, where would they – I mean, who would you be putting in the cleanup spot?
2: I don't know. I took, a, yeah. I took a look at Yoshi's stats today, and this is who he is. It's who he's been. I mean, I think last year may have been an aberration. And, but I mean, I know it's only like less than 500 at bats, I think, total. But I mean, this is his stats this year are what he's been.
0: Right. And I I still think all that adds up to they're going to have to give him a little bit more time, and we'll see what happens. But let's take another quick break. We come back. I want to talk a little bit more about just the overall metamorphosis of this roster that's going to start taking place. Okay. back to the Pirates Fan Forum here on DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network and uh, I thought we would wrap up the show by talking about the overall metamorphosis this team is going to go through as this year continues everyone that listens to this show knows that I feel 10 to 14 guys that were on the opening day roster are not going to be on this team at the end of the year I still feel really really good about that and if anything, the Pirates have kind of upped the ante a little bit on me because uh, they've done some things a little bit early on that I didn't think they'd do um, yet. But, you know, Rodolfo Castro gets the call today. Max Kranick we saw has, has been up here. both Solster's already come up here and sadly was DFA'd to make room for Tyler Beatty. But moving on, know, there's another guy that's going to come up here at some point, you know. Um I think the the beauty of what of what you're gonna see this year really is is the the questions being answered. We spent that whole first segment talking about well, how do you get at bats now for Michael Chavis and Josh Van Meter and Diego Castillo and Rodolfo Castro, and how do you find all these places for them to play and how do they get at bats and who's doing what? And I think what we'll find as we go forward is these prospects start to push their way up and they entrench themselves, like Jack Sawinski just did a little bit. Now, we shouldn't like sit here and pretend he's going to be here all year because he's done okay for a minute.
1: But, or that he's the long-term answer. Yeah. yeah, he
0: may not be. He may top out as a fourth outfielder. He, he may not be in the plans long-term. Who knows? But right now he's holding his own. And he's pushing guys out of the way. Jake Marisnyk just had surgery on his thumb, has done absolutely nothing wrong this year. He's done nothing but play good defense. He actually hit a little too when he was up here, which is kind of crazy. I'm not sure, as I sit here right now, he'll have a place to come home to when he comes off the I.O. That's how quickly things are going to change on this team. And Jim what are you looking for next? I think the pitching staff is kind of going to keep being a metamorphosis. We're going to see Rowanzi come up and maybe like Thompson move into the pen. You know, you're going to see something like that happen and it's going to cause someone else to go. Underwood's going to come back. Somebody's going to go.
1: Yeah. It's, it, it's funny. Um, we talked about it. I think even in our season previews is that at some point we would see that this year. And, um, the fact that it's a little m- early, though, ain't it? yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's just that's just what I was going to say is the fact that it's, you know, mid May and we're starting to get to see it. Um, that should, uh, if not excite people, it should encourage them. Um I I think uh, we're all – we're seeing it – we're going to see it on the pitching side here pretty soon too. You know, we're talking a lot about things uh, in the infield and uh, the middle infield aspect of things. But, hey, if guys aren't going to perform – and let's face it, we've had some some guys underperform. We've got uh, Bryce Wilson has not – Shown much, right. uh, Brubaker has not done all that well, even though he's not had a ton of luck. Um, so we're going to see it even more uh, coming up here on on the other side of the roster. So um, you know, if 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 the minors isn't your thing, I would suggest starting to get a little bit more familiar, because you're going to be <laughs> seeing you're going to be seeing names and you're going to be seeing guys and uh you might want to know who they are and chances are now they're not going to be just complete retreads which you know got that's, god,
0: the, god, that's god, the best thing man
1: yeah god love pirate fans because i'll tell you these last two or three years man we have had to slog through some we have we trash. have like, but through but
0: I, all that you do find some some good things you find like ben gamel you know like it's a but, dude that- but,
1: Right, but my, my overall point is is like I think people are everyone's had their fill of that stuff. Um, so it's really just refreshing this when you start seeing guys' names is it's the, that it's Rodolfo Castro coming up and not Kai Tom coming right. up. and you know what I mean, so right. but I, I guess
0: like James, the thing that's been driving me nuts is I, I see I see the same persons, you know, same person have the same thoughts. You you can't you can't uh, trade all your good players, but then they say this team doesn't have any good players, <laughs> and I I kind of go okay, and they've locked down the few that we know are good, so they're not going anywhere. So what's your resistance to moving on from these guys again? You know, and then you come to realize. Well those people are pining for people like Colin Moran and Josh Bell for God's sake. <laughs> um so after you hey. after you just laugh about the lack of credibility, you kind of move on to <laughs> well, here we are and here's what's happening. This rotation has stunk, right? But you're already seeing them start to make the decision that Dylan Peters is going to be a starter. You can already see them starting to stretch him out. They're using him as an opener but they're letting him go a little bit more now. It's three, four innings. Maybe it'll be five next time. You're not seeing him come into games in the middle all the time anymore. It's starting to be more of a a weekly thing. I think you're going to start seeing like Bryce Wilson and and Zach Thompson either get moved off to the pen or even
2: demoted potentially. How do you see this evolving? I mean, and for some guys that will work for them um i mean will crow's done fairly well um so i mean it could happen for those guys um but i mean we're gonna have so many starters up this year i mean there's just gonna be so many opportunities for different guys oh cody I mean, bolton
0: I, max Cranick's gonna get a shot
2: i mean yeah, yeah. i mean Ron-Z. those guys yeah, I hate to break this to people in, in May. I mean, I know it's only May 12th or 13th, but if Quintana keeps pitching like this, he, he's going to go bye bye. I mean, it's. I mean, they're not going to just he let could. him walk. I mean, they're not going to let him. He could get traded, month. right? Yeah, I mean, it's that. So that'll open up more another spot for people to get opportunities. Um, I mean, trying people in different roles that have struggled as starter for an extended period there's nothing wrong with that i mean you mean like
1: tyler Beatty? <laughs> no i, I that's think twice I'm, you've said that name now if you said you were not going to pro- say yeah it. he pro- yeah, that's just it. gary gary doesn't listen to his own rules he doesn't want to talk about beating no and i get that but uh <laughs> then he mentions him twice and then you know so yeah you're gonna right, you right. to explain the rules to me on
2: this show
0: again. i did say i didn't want to talk about him <laughs>
2: But, I mean, but,
1: I you're, but you are right. He's going to get a
2: chance. I mean, they didn't sign him to just.
1: Oh, he's not He's going to wear a major league uniform and pitch this year. I hope, for the Pirates. I hope he pitches on September 2nd.
2: <clears throat> no, but, I
0: hope not. <laughs> I hope not.
2: But, but, no, but uh, I mean, people are going but, to get chances in different roles. And point is that
0: entire starting rotation could be different.
2: It, Maybe it save could. Keller. You know, and like I think they're going to give, give just, him every chance, every chance.
0: I'm just saying like you you you're going to have big time turnover and and the Pirates have a lot of options. So when the time does come to trade Quintana, he's 33 years old. I don't think anybody should be under any illusions that he's going to you know, sign here for 2 3 years and still be productive. I think they're lucky to have gotten what they already have out of him. And I'll take the little bit of leadership, but we should expect, Jim, that people are going to get moved, right? I mean, that's what we want. That's why you build the system, correct? You don't build the system so that you start racking up rankings and then you sit back and pat your back. Oh, I got a, my, look at my ranking. Oh, my God. My <laughs> my farm system so awesome. You want them to come up and play baseball where it matters, right? So guess what has to happen? 23 of these crap players gotta go so that you can bring up kids man and guess what kids do when they first come up they suck balls most of the time (laughs) you have to work at it man that's why i want it to happen now so next year a lot of these kids got their sea legs already
1: yeah i mean look people like to people like to treat the minor system, like it's this little like dog that you put in your purse and you get the, you get them all pretty and put the ponytails on them. You carry them around in your little, your little bag and show them off and you, <laughs> you feel, feel all, all parasitic so, on it. Yeah. Right. He's so cute. And everyone wants to pet him. Well, Have you, you know seen what?
0: his whip rates? <laughs>
1: so so, so <laughs> well, eventually, you know, the, the, that wears off. And uh, then you go out and get a real dog, it, but his is EV like is through the roof. <laughs> his X thwarp yes. is super high. <laughs> but uh, no, so I mean, like yeah, like you said, like they've got to like this is the process. I even think you could see them uh, at some point start to maybe deal from a little bit of strength in the minors with some of the guys that they have that that, yeah. that hopefully that that hopefully. Uh, I mean, like we've talked about, you can't always – you're not going to keep everybody.
0: That's so. a lot of what I see like this upcoming off season, kind of leading into is a little bit of that, mm-hmm. a little bit of maybe dipping your toe into free agency a little bit because I do think, you know, you've locked up Hayes. You're probably going to work real hard to lock up Reynolds. I bet they're going to lock down Bednar. So
1: if you have – it's funny you mentioned that. I <laughs> I mentioned about even he, I think they would even listen on Bednar at at the trade line if it got them some of the pitching that they wanted. I think they would. I don't think people should get that that crazy about it. I would listen. That's all he's I'm saying. Pittsburgh. I understand.
0: I'm not going to do the same thing that I did with Reynolds, which is of course he's going to listen and all that. Uh, I just know they have no desire to trade him right now. So of I don't course. see
1: it. Uh, No, of course not. Of course not. I'm just saying, like, um, there isn't really anybody that I look at that I think at this point that they won't at least take an offer.
0: Here's where I'm at. Enough steps backwards now. It's time to start holding on to things now. I'm not going to trade an absolute stud that I have for five more years for a chance at somebody else that might help one day.
1: Now I did say, I did say top flight pitching and whenever I brought it up and I, and the only thing that tempts me with him is, is the fact that it's getting back to the whole, Hey, we've got an awesome closer type situation, but are we ready to compete yet? And so when I start doing that, only reason i brought it up do i think it'll happen no should it probably not but if someone had a guy and he was a double a or triple a and the guy yeah i i'd think about it
0: yeah the problem is that guy would be kyle nicholas and that's cool but he's still a risk bednar is not a risk absolutely uh, and not that we're arguing about it, although that would be good for the show if we did disagree a lot more.
1: But- Gary, no! <laughs> Gary, no.
0: <laughs> but well. they, no! But David Bednar, you know, I think they're going to lock him down. So you're starting to get some answers now. I don't want to take steps back anymore, is my point. But I'm also not going to get mad when they trade Kevin Newman or they non-tender him. I'm not going to get upset when they trade uh, Quintana. I'm not going to get upset if they cut bait on Wilson, I'm not going to get upset if they decide that Zach Thompson is a bullpen guy. I'm not going to care if they decide, uh, Yoshi is just DFA material. Cause this team needs to go through this. What about
2: Ben Gamble?
0: I, I would extend Ben Gamble for a couple of years because I want, somebody I, w- I would too I, but he is a free
2: agent after this season he is
0: i would so. offer him a modest extension for two years a couple mil per see if he'll stick around and what's be your what's fourth he at now field. two and a half one something <laughs> is he at one yeah one something
1: yeah he, he he. it was less than i think market value uh what they got for him um i i would like uh, james to answer to answer your question is I would, I would love to have him for a couple of years. I know he loves it in Pittsburgh. Um, I think the fans love him. Yeah. So I think it's a good match. I think it's uh, uh, whether he's, he, he, what he has proved to is like, you need him to start for a little while. He can do it, you know? Um, and then he can go back into another role for you too. And he's left-handed
0: Is I look at it as waves, you know, like I have Brian Reynolds, I know I have Brian Reynolds. I know that Ben Gamel can play the outfield for me pretty well. I know that Ben Gamble can hit, and he can hit well enough that he's actually an impact player for stretches at times. That's something that you really like to have in a bench piece. Remember, way back in the day, R.J. Reynolds used to do that. He'd come in every once in a while, and he would just crank him for like a week and a half, and then he'd go ice cold, and that's when you never saw him again for a minute. He'd go sit and Gary Bar shows out there.
1: We're going way back. (laughs) We're going way back here. But yes, we all unfortunately know uh, about RJ Reynolds in that time time frame.
0: Well, okay. But I'm just saying, like, you need that. And I I like that veteran presence. Plus, I look at who's coming, and I'll count Jack Sawinski as still coming, not necessarily here. Fair enough. There's Jack Sawinski. There's Swaggerty, who I'll be blunt right now, back on the IL. Not sure. Not sure he's ever going to make it. To be blunt, I've never seen the bat. I've never believed in the bat, and until I see the bat, I don't care how good he is in the outfield. He's Jake Morinzik, maybe. And then, um, they and I heard fourth outfielder is kind of his floor, but I'm starting to question that. Kanan Smith and Jigba,
1: he's hitting right now. Seems like we've been talking about him forever, huh?
0: Well, he's hitting right now. Physical specimen. Love to see what he could do up here. I think he's got as good a chance as any. You got Greg Allen like that a lot of people kind of forget about. But that, there, there's a kid that was hitting pretty he's good. On those, he's got some experience.
1: He was on 60. 60 day, yeah. So keep he'll, that be in mind healed,
0: when... he'll be healed before the 60 days up. Yeah,
1: so, and keep that in mind about Roberto Perez and what he's going through compared to what Greg Allen is in how different that that's going to look
0: right so greg allen's going to come back you're going to work through him when you factor in all the guys that they have cal mitchell's on there you know um frazier is if he Oof. if he starts hitting again is there okay yeah so you you've got five six guys that you're going to work through in the next couple of years man i'd like to have that that rudder in of of ben gamel on my team
1: you know yeah. What I mean? And um, yeah, and I, I do. And I'm looking at something with him is, and, and, you know, here's the other thing we got to start doing is when we're looking at numbers um, and now we're getting to the point of the season where guys are getting up to hundred at bats or, you know, 120 plate appearances. Okay. We can start, can start looking at that. Um, got to get out of the habit of looking at like, the numbers are so down across the board that we can't just start comparing what they normally are and saying, oh, well, so-and-so is decent. I mean, listen, Ben, what is the o- average OPS in baseball is what right now, in the 600s? I mean, it's bad. Yeah. Um, ben Gamble this year, 812 OPS for his career. Right. We're talking six, 1,600 at-bats. He's almost at 730. The thing He's about a him, though, is
0: if he has to give you – you know, 45 out of 50 games, he can do it. But if you need yes. him to only give you 45 out of 162, he could do it. Uh-huh. That's that's why you want a guy like that, because you're not going to be constantly whining about getting him at bats. You're going to, you know, you get him in when you can. He'll play when he plays. And and, and you need that on a, on a team like this. You, you know, people keep saying you can't build a team completely out of prospects and rookies, and, and that's true. Because by the time the team's good, they won't be prospects and rookies anymore. We're already considering Brian Reynolds a veteran, a grizzled veteran.
1: He came up <laughs> well, here in
0: 2019.
1: Okay, well, four, year, four years with the Pirates tends to grizzle <laughs> you a little bit. Well, so. he came up here. He
0: came up here like Johnny Cash already. So I mean,
2: but like, I'm surprised he doesn't. His hair's not gray like Jim's after four years. <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: But, I mean, but we're already considering him a veteran. You don't talk about Brian Hayes like a young player anymore. He is a very young player. You know, very technically speaking, you could almost consider him still in his rookie season, you know, just from the times that he's missed and everything. So um, I I just think maybe some of that stuff gets skewed a little bit. You have to understand that, like, Diego Castillo come 2023 – the end of 2023, he was not going to be a child anymore. He's going to be a 27-year-old man that's probably played, you know, a year or more in Major League Baseball. So if he pans out, he's not a prospect anymore. So shut up. You're right, but you're wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like, this team is going to turn over, and the earlier the better. That's why, James, I'm encouraged to see it happening this early already.
2: I, yeah, I mean, I mean, the young guys have to get up and struggle. They're going, some of them are just going to struggle. I mean, yep. If, if you look back at, I mean, I'm not comparing this team to the team I'm going to talk about because they're not. But if you look at the Braves in the 90s, those guys didn't come up lights out. Uh, Glavin struggled, Smoltz struggled. I mean,
0: then they learn. went and got
2: Maddox. And yeah, they went and got them. Maddox. They added. I mean, they struggled and they they grew from – that's why I was having such high hopes for Keller because I knew that young pitchers sometimes struggle. I mean, a, a lot of the greats did. Yeah. But, I mean, he just – I don't know. But, I mean, I am – get these young guys up, let them get the struggles out, let them grow together, let them get some experience, and, and that's part of it. I mean – And you sort people,
0: things out in the wash, right? I mean, like –
2: like I mean, Jim, yes, the things, White things Sox are going it through
0: it right now The White Sox went through this a while ago They brought up all their kids, they stunk They stunk, all of a sudden One of those kids came up like Lightning in a bottle and augmented All those other kids that were no longer Kids And sure. they took off And players they really believed in You know, ended up Getting jettisoned like Nick Madrigal You know, <laughs> gets gets Jettisoned yeah. off to the Cubs for next To nothing and like you you have to do that stuff. You have to understand that some of these prospects are not destined to be Pittsburgh Pirates. They're, There's gonna they, be wheeling they, and dealing and pain and development at this level and and sucky moments and really high moments and yep. you have to understand all that's gonna happen. That's next year. And the end of this one.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say is I think uh post all-star break we're gonna start getting that feeling and um, going through that ourselves and that's that's why it's always so uh good to keep in mind is you know don't overreact and don't like we we back to castro is like last year that was just a that was just a hey let's let's get let's get his feet wet let's see what that looks like and then hopefully you know yeah it didn't it, it he tapered off and um But he probably learned some things, and hopefully, now we're going to see a better rounded ball player because of it. And that's going to happen to someone this year that we're going to be calling up, and the same thing is going to happen, or worse, or worse. He just won't hit at all. So, um, you know, I know it's baseball, and, um, uh, you know, people just struggle with the patience aspect of things, but. Guys guys struggle before they get here to the majors uh, and then get hot. They struggle. Then they get called up. They fall flat on their face. We're going to see all of it, every I mean, bit of it.
0: I, we're already running a little long, but I, I, I'm sorry. One more thing we got to touch on. <laughs> this team has an easy pass set up from Altoona to Pittsburgh. I mean, they don't care that you're in double-A. They consider that ready for major leagues. And they've said it. This isn't a guess. This isn't something they've said. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's not a secret. And
0: it's something they've shown us now a couple times. So I guess everything we talked about could be even more expansive than I think it is now. If they wanted it to be. So th- that's kind of a... a Just a different way to look at it. Like, James, you were talking about seeing Kyle Nicholas down there. There's no reason that he couldn't find his way up here (laughs) at some point, even in the bullpen.
2: And and he may have an outing like I got to see up here, but, I mean, he's been, other than that one outing, he has been very solid this year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he gets some extended time with the big club because they've shown that they're not afraid to bring people up from Altoona. And I'm, I'm glad that they're not set with the whole Altoona, Indy, Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah. Six routine. months here, six well, months there. <clears throat> it's another indication that you wouldn't dare dream of doing those things three, four years ago when you don't have the guys to, yeah. to even think about bringing up. I mean, so I mean, um,
2: we have somebody else in um, Altoona also that, I mean, probably won't come up this year, but I mean, maybe if injuries with uh, Davis, I mean.
0: Yeah, I somebody actually brought it up to me and my first my initial thought is like, no, there's no way they're going to do that, but let's just let's just play a game here. Okay, like the the guys hitting and let's say that continues at the double a level. Let's say he just keeps raking First, nobody in the majors or minors is hitting this year, really. <laughs> like yeah. so, if he hits and and he kills it and he looks okay defensively, I don't know, Jim. What do you? What do they do? Do they do they slow walk him based on defense, or do they just get him up here? Because let's be honest, Henry Davis. While I do understand you should be worried about super two for a guy like him. I get the impression that they that signability was something they had in mind with him from the jump.
1: Yeah. Um, well, here's the deal. I'm going to be uncharacteristically mum on this because through the grapevine I have heard that we may have an excellent, excellent call your shot question about this next week. So um, uh, that's just right. something that I've heard. So um, that's where I'm going to leave it. I'm well, have to watch first it of then.
0: all, I'm stoked already that, you know, we have another call your shot coming in and I don't have to go out and seek one. I'm pretty excited
1: <laughs> about that. But um, no, I, 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 I think this is a great, uh, a great topic and I do think um, um, he could make things awfully interesting for sure. Point
0: is right now that when you look at this roster and this is why you build it down, this is why you rip it down to the studs and you have no financial commitments because When you have no financial commitments, you have no ties that force you to keep a roster together that doesn't belong together. It forces you to continue to evolve and continue to push the envelope and make the team better. That's what this is supposed to be about, is improving. I know a lot of people wanted this to be a light switch, and a lot of people wanted them to go out and be... Uh, San Diego and start signing guys because they dropped the payroll all the way down. That is not what this team's doing. That's not what this team has ever been doing. Anybody that told you that's what this team was doing was full of crap. And I was probably yelling at my computer screen three years ago that they were full of crap. So if you've been listening for a long time, you know that. It's not what was intended ever. And that's not what this team's going to do. But they will spend money at some point. They have to. They certainly better. Well, the people that say that you can't build completely through prospects, they are very right. I must stress that. That is a true statement. People like to pretend it's not or that Ben Charrington's different and can make it happen. But you cannot win in the major leagues without going out and getting pieces. You just have to.
1: No, I think I just saw where – was it the Twins? I don't know if any of you saw that, where they fielded a lineup that was miraculously all through um, their farm system. Yeah. Um, and they're not on the cusp of doing anything spectacular. I mean, it's it was a yeah, great
0: – that they had to put Carlos Correa on the bench. So
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, like, <laughs> you know, so it, it doesn't mean necessarily anything – could you accomplish it? Yeah, but that's such a that's such a uh, rare thing, and it's not the way you're going to be able to see it fully through. No,
0: the the plan here is build most of it yourself, and then augment from outside. That's what has to happen here. Yeah, and and you cannot like it, and we can have a whole argument about who's cheap and how cheap they are, and who should be spending more, and when, when, when but I don't feel like doing it right now. I think we've had a long (laughs) enough show and I'd rather just leave it on a high note, which is looking forward to this roster evolving. And every time there's moves, the excitement that goes into it, because you don't know who's coming up. You don't know where they're going. You don't know who's coming. You don't, Mm -hmm. it could be anything now. Everything's
1: open now. Yeah. And you know, it helps to just in general, pay attention around baseball. We get very caught up in what the pirates are doing, but, the more you pay attention to kind of what other teams are doing, how they're doing it, it helps, man. You need some perspective. And it even goes – I'll just throw this in there. It even goes to what you're witnessing at the major league level. You know, um, if you're going to start critiquing guys and looking at their numbers, you might want to look about what's going on around baseball and the numbers. Because yeah. if, you're, if you're applying one or two years ago to, to whether someone's doing well – you're, you're looking at it through yeah. a distorted
0: lens so these Not are just, just this year need. this year 260 is the new 300
1: yeah i mean, so <laughs> I mean just, it, 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 it's so out of whack so remember don't stay in your pirates bubble uh for a lot of reasons <laughs> <laughs> Mental mental health too so
0: all right jim while you're at it why don't you tell people how to get a hold of you brother
1: okay yeah um hey uh, first of all james thanks buddy we uh, we love having you on and it was a good show i appreciate um, it um uh, but yeah all twitter all the time it is for the city underscore 412 or at jim stam 22 Pirates Steelers pit and penguins james brother how about i'm it?
2: on twitter all the time now at j littleton 40 <laughs> sorry it's all jim's fault but i love it i mean i i mean i talk a lot of great stuff on there i I get uh, probably yelled at a lot too, but uh, like Jim said earlier, I don't. I don't hold back. Um,
1: That's why we love you, buddy.
2: People will know how I feel. Um, <laughs> so I know no, Yark's going to watch this. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on my money.
0: Well, Yark is definitely. I know he's.
2: Uh, I know he he's picking up extra
0: shifts. He's going to pick up extra shifts around Christmas so he can afford it. I know it's going to happen. So. Probably, he'll probably be driving a UPS truck too now you know just to make sure that <laughs> he'll he can put me
2: on layaway up. for that 30 bucks yeah
1: <laughs> gonna throw his family out on the street for Christmas James I hope you're proud of yourself all right everybody so
0: hey make sure you follow the show on Twitter at Pirates Fan Forum follow all the shows here on DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network they're all good especially the Remote Foster show if you didn't get a chance to check out that last episode he he did with uh, a one-on-one interview with kevin colbert yeah i gotta tell you what man that that was some quality content man like and i know i know i know y'all think we're biased here but when i listened to that show for real i listened to it twice there was a lot that i had no idea went on behind the scenes and understanding the way kevin colbert thought and the way that front office thinks man that was so cool to hear for real yep highly recommend you go check that out and uh yeah subscribe to the network and and follow everything stop in the new store down on fifth avenue if you get a, if you get a chance in fact penguins have a rally today head on down <laughs> so uh hey without further ado ben take it away my buddy Yes, yes